Whoa, it's how bad cast. Whoa. Uh, ah. I'm your host, Mike Linden. Uh, with me as always, co-host, Pop Propelganger. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Dan know. Linden, I mean. I mean uh, whatever. Also, as always, other co-host, Tuck Termerthy. That's me. Why? Steven Montenegro. Thank huh? you. Why, why these? Uh, I don't know. The theme of the fake names this week uh-huh. is weird fake names. Great. That's just things that would be fun for you to say. Yeah, exactly. I do regret uh, that uh, Stephen's name I typed in as Tuck Termothy, but really it's Tuck Termothy. Oh, yeah. Do you also regret that Dan's fake name is just full of plosives? <laughs> I love. Wait, now I love it. Pop. Proper ganger. Yeah, the the plosives kind of peter out at the end. Classic plosive guh. <laughs> Petered out plosives. <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody. Yeah. Hey. So it's been a minute. Hey. Yeah. Well, uh, we kind of uh, kind of lost track of the podcast for a while there because uh, your house was in riots. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't directly in riots. It was just yeah. like you know. Some, uh, like, half a block away from where oh. riotous people might be passing by on their way to the other area. Yeah, you were, like, riot. kind of in between two riot zones, a block off of the riot trail. A rubber yeah. bullet's throw away. Right, exactly. Luckily, no one was interested in uh, uh, hurting most of the things on my block. Uh yeah. Who's like who's like like taking out the recycling right now? I oh, believe that uh, was Mike's dog tap dancing on the floor. Yeah, uh that was uh uh Edgar chose this moment to suddenly wake up uh and want to play tug and Annie chased him around uh and she uh likes to make claw taps because we're bad at cutting their nails. Oh, that makes sense. Did somebody just I mean, open a can? Everybody? Did I just yeah, hear a I can did. open? Is this how bad cast yeah. nights? You're oh, shit. damn right it is. All right. All right. I mean, I haven't eaten dinner yet because it's earlier sure. here for me. Right, oh. right, right, right. I ate, I ate two slices of a Jack's pizza right before uh, sending out the invites, and there uh-huh. are six more slices waiting there as the uh, compensation for successfully completing a podcast for a cast so well wait. done so yeah. you need to you need to set rewards for yourself to do this podcast well no i mostly just timed the pizza poorly and uh i see you could eat pizza on the show who cares I well care. then i have to go get the rest of the slices and i oh, care they're not, they're not in the room with you no uh they were hot I only had room for what was on the plate at the moment. I see. You can't bring hot foods into your recording area. Well, hot, greasy food. Yeah, you don't want pocket slices. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? How, how else are you going to carry those? Oh, I see. If they're yeah, hot and hand burny. Yep. Yeah. Also, like, my desk is uh, full of stuff. There's not really space for, like, a full-size plate, full-size pizza plate. Uh, mm. I only have space for, like, a lunchtime sandwich plate. Do you think oh, yeah. that is what originated the uh, the hot pocket? Was they were trying the to put to hot do a food? Podcast? Just the need to put hot food somewhere that didn't burn your hand and then ruin in your pockets. I mean, yes, but so like, like... I'll make an edible pocket that can then fit into my other pocket. I mean, that's where like, uh, you know, the all those uh, pasties and stuff came from. Yeah, you know, hand pot. Coal miners, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I and the hot you. pocket is like a demonic version of those. Yeah, it's just like a, it's like a pre-fried calzone, like a mass-produced. <laughs> yeah, I want hot pockets so bad right now, you guys. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? I mean, I kind of eat Jack's Pizza as hot pockets in that I make sandwiches out of individual slices. That makes perfect sense. I'm way with that. Wait, yeah. when you say you make sandwiches out of individual slices, like do you, you need... take two slices and you slap them together, cheese side together. I see. Uh, but you you should not do it right out of the oven uh, right. because you will get 
terrible burns on the roof of your mouth. On everything. You have to you have to eat the first two slices like a normal human being, and in the meantime, the other slices will cool down just enough to make safe uh, pizza sandwiches. <laughs> Let's make it. I just want to point out that your your advice is not to just wait for the entire pizza to cool down. <laughs> right. Um. Mike, are you angrying up dogs? No, the dogs have just chosen this time to be crazy. Well, you're talking about pizza. They're do you getting not riled have, up. Do you not have like a door? Well, yeah, but then you will just hear more frequent, slightly quieter barks uh, for the entirety of the podcast. I think it's adorable. I mean, part of the problem is that uh, we are recording when Mike's wife is... Uh, successfully going back to work because you know the virus is over forever and we yes, don't have to worry exactly. about that's it. That's terrifying. It. We did it. Open it up. Everybody rock and roll one time. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Rock and roll just one time because while you're doing it you will catch COVID-19. Yeah. Right, because it you will become part of a super spreading situation. Yeah. Um that I think is... we lost Mike. <laughs> <laughs> to a dog situation. No, he's back. Okay. Uh, yeah. The do uh, yeah. Uh, it's fine. Edgar, is it? <laughs> I love of. it. I love it's it. Sort of fine. It's charming. It humanizes the podcast. Um. Yeah. I am. I am just like. I'm terrified by everybody that's like. No, I'm not going to stop wearing a mask. I'm just going to pull it up over my eyes so I can't see that a pandemic is still <laughs> happening. <laughs> Like, oh, that's what, very good. Like, America just collectively got together and went, well, disease is gone, right? I mean, yeah. I, I actively have it, but I'm pretty sure it's over. Right. Yeah, we, apparently, we collectively decided as a society that, like, if there's one thing, if there's one thing we can still come together as a nation, it is to uh, just sweep a problem away just enough... <laughs> To feel like we've resolved it and can go back to our normal lives. Did you all see, uh, and by the way, I didn't. I am uh, 2nd handing this from Mike's wife again. Nice. Uh, did you all see uh, AMC's statement yeah. that people would not have to wear masks and then immediate backtracking? Oh, did, oh, they, did, they, uh, backtrack? did they back down on it? Oh. Uh, yes. Because they, all I saw. They said, like, people don't have to wear masks. Our theaters aren't political. And, like, honestly, yeah. like, saying, <laughs> honestly saying, yeah, you don't have to wear a mask is, like, the, that is very clearly the politicized stance here. Yeah, it was even better right. than that because the phrasing they, some of their, uh, some of their material or some of their statements used was, we will not enforce mask use so as to avoid controversy, which they then, of course, <laughs> just Streisand affected themselves into being like the story, the COVID story of the day. I mean, like, how stupid are they, right? Like, <laughs> like, do they, do they want literally 100% of their employees to become sick tomorrow? Here's what I think. What I think is that this is a call to action for Hollywood to make less appealing films. So that, right? like, you can safely sit six feet apart from people in the yeah, theater? so that less people will be interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I mean, I really don't understand how the theater will work. Like, Oh, no, I don't either. It, I guess you so. just can't safely so social distance in a movie theater. I know. Well, actually, but I, Steven, I think they're going to tape how. off some of the seats or something. No, they don't have to tape them off. Just put jackets down. Oh, every every. Uh, or maybe they just only know, four like. Seats or maybe so. they just only mop the floor in front of every other seat. <laughs> so if you're like <laughs> yeah. standing in like a, a huge amount of sticky, like you know that you just shouldn't sit there. Yeah, wow, they should they really just are stop. increasing the work that the they're going to have to do. They mopping just, the floors in a theater? No, 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 no. They don't, they don't have to mop it. They can just take all the garbage on the floor and just push broom it into particular zones. Yeah. To, like, <laughs> like, discourage human interaction with it. Right. Uh, every, 
Uh, every time I ever went into a theater in the before COVID world, I always had mm-hmm. the urge to like get out like, you know, s- like handy wipes and wipe down the arms and everything of the chairs anyways, because right. right, right. they've literally never done that before. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I guess if anything else, like now is the time to go see what a clean theater feels like. Uh, is it though? Are they go, actually like, going to the clean them? Show- I have to do it at least the first showing, right? Or before the first showing, don't they? I mean, there's a first showing of the day every other day in movie theaters, and I've never been in a clean theater before. Well, I meant the first showing now in there as they're reopening. Like, it's just going to be the one, right? Maybe. Like, Well, I guess I just have to say they did. I, yeah, I can just imagine <laughs> them going, ah, it's been weeks. It's been months. I'm sure the virus that's touching this stuff is dead. Tyler blew on all the armrests. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure the virus has difficulty surviving in that toxic mix of like mm. whatever fake butter oil of I mean, like yeah, it already junior mints and semen that's on the seats already. <laughs> yeah, being near that fake butter spray can already kill a human being. I'm sure it can kill a virus. <laughs> yeah. We should look into injecting it. Oh, yeah. Into a human body. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe activate it by shining a light up your ass once it's in right. your veins. <laughs> well, there's a Mike, uh, Mike's uh, mention of semen made. That's another way <laughs> they could um, they could try to encourage social distancing. They could just put like get a bunch of mannequins or crash test dummies, something with a little articulation. Crash test dummies. Okay. I miss those. I miss those guys from my childhood. Oh, I was thinking of the you could learn a lot from a dummy commercial crash test. Let's go. Oh, like the characters, like the talking ones. Yeah, that they then made a terrible video game out of. And a cartoon. And a cartoon. Oh, oh yeah. Who wouldn't change with all the other girls in the change room? What happened? Yeah, you took a little. <laughs> I, I, forgot a little I, wasn't, I forgot I wasn't doing country bear jamboree. <laughs> Anyway, oh but, god! Do, did they ever? Did they oh, ever do? No. <laughs> did they ever do the crash test dummies at that like circus circus uh, animatronic band? Yeah, rock a fire explosion. That seems like an amazing, an amazing mashup. We should. <laughs> I mean, we should write to that guy that has one set up in his basement or whatever and request it. Yeah. So you guys, today I had a few minutes in, oh, be- in between some hold things. On. Okay, hold on, real quick. But the idea is the crash test dummies would be dressed up like creeps in like large <laughs> trench coats and then maybe have a visible erection. Why? What? Because uh, then you avoid those seats. Oh, You're oh, like, oh, oh. we're oh. back to the theater thing. We're not talking about the band anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could do that too. You could hire the band to have yeah, maybe I thought you were. I thought you were still talking about the animatronic band. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they should definitely. Yeah, have let's enforce erections. social distancing in theaters by getting animatronic bears with visible erections. It might help, <laughs> honestly. And then, like, and then, like, children are scarred forever. Okay, I apologize for taking us down this path. I just wanted to finish my incredibly innovative strategic solution for opening movie theaters again. Did you say strategic solution? Yes, I did. All right, continue. Steven. Oh, yeah. So earlier today, I had a few minutes in between things, and I was killing, you know, five to ten minutes while playing guitar. Sure. Um, uh-huh. And I didn't know if I remembered the chords for the for the verse to Crazy Train. So I started playing it slower, and that is when I discovered that it is identical to Jack and Diane from John Cougar Mellencamp. Huh. <laughs> Ozzy's Crazy Train and... John Cougar Mellencamp's Jack and Diane are the same chord progression and voicings. Yeah, but I mean, Jack Once, and Diane, like, without the banap, like, you got nothing. That's, yeah. that's not even a song. Yeah, you just, you, you gotta strip out the, you gotta strip out the, well, I mean, Crazy Train's nothing without the mina, 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 mina part either. Like, mm-hmm. right. One's a little ditty, and one's, uh, how know. it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, like literally the second line is, but that's how it goes. Like you've self-justified everything else now. That's lazy, Ozzy. 
Crazy Train, <laughs> Crazy Train is one of those songs that sort of suffers from having such a good opening yeah. that like the rest of the song can't really match up. Like it's good, but like going from that opening riff and Ozzy just being wacky to I, I, like I, an actual I, I... going into going from that into like sort of an upbeat tune like yeah. just, i know uh, right it's a little and bit like, of a downer at a certain point you're just sort of like oh still doing the chorus huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what are you doing randy Rhodes? get it together I mean, when we i remember when i saw ozzy and whatever year of my childhood that was there was definitely that moment where like you know they start playing the opening and everyone loses their minds and then it's sort of like Oh yeah, this this goes on for a while, <laughs> and then it becomes like, a, like just a song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, although I'm not sure that might have been the song that he uh, then entered into the pneumatically powered water cannon that came down from the rafters. Oh yeah, that's how they justified it. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. That was that the Ozfest that was yeah. that was both Ozzy and a Black Sabbath reunion. I think oh, it was possibly. just Ozzy. I think. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing a Black Sabbath reunion separately, but also at some sort of Oz fest. Mm -hmm. I don't think I saw a Sabbath reunion, so it must have been just Ozzy when I was there, at least. Sure. What uh, good times. What what good times those were in the 90s <laughs> and early 2000s. Those right. aughts. Those aughts. Back when, back when we specifically went outside in order to mush together and uh live in our own filth as possible to other humans yeah uh, yeah because i mean honestly that sounds terrible like even e even if it were safe to do that there's no chance i would ever do that again but no, i do same. miss hearing a guy growl what y'all know about seven dust sure <laughs> every set starts the same way <laughs> a guy growling, what y'all know about Seven Dust? Honestly, not much. I mean, you know that one song? I do know that and one And then song. that other song. I almost got trampled at maybe that same festival when they started playing that song. Yeah, because it... Oh, yeah, because everyone knows to run to the pit when he asks what you know about Seven Dust. Yeah. Because everyone has answers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you go and you raise your hand and you wait to be called on. <laughs> yeah, their set their set took way too long. It's kind of a it's kind of a town hall meeting style right. concert. Yeah. We're gonna do this in an orderly fashion. Everybody, get into two lines. Yeah, there's microphones. There's microphones in the east and west aisles. Do not use the center <laughs> aisle. There is no microphone down front. The center aisle is for fire emergencies only. If y'all know anything about Seven Dust, it's about it's that we're about doing things in an orderly fashion. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, youth. Just like now, I feel the exact same way today that I did all those years ago. Sure. Back when, you know, uh, I'd run out, get into a mosh pit, just start jumping around, getting thrown around, getting hit with elbows, and just popping right back up again. Just like today when I am on my uh, second week of having a back slash leg injury from moving boxes of canned beans. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many cans in a box? Ooh, great question. Uh, an ungodly amount. It was poorly thought out. Who let you buy uh, a whole box? I did not buy the box. I was, uh, I was doing oh, go volunteer ahead. work. Go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead and congratulate me. I was doing volunteer <laughs> work. Please thank me uh, for uh, one of the pop-up grocery stores. Uh, well, that, because uh, you know, typical virtue signaling podcaster. <laughs> well, you know, I've done one thing for uh, that's vaguely connected to the movement and uh, the movement. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're yeah, you did some mutual aid work. Everybody just needs to put in a shift. It's like a co-op. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, everyone just needs to do their, you know, one shift and then uh, ruin their body forever. Yeah. But, you know, we can just keep replacing people. Exactly. You throw your body onto the machine, and in doing so, all of your essential joints are ruined forever. <laughs> uh, 
it was it was okay when it was just my back, but then uh, I think over the course of trying to compensate for the back, I fucked up how my you left leg. These, in how were you places. lifting these beans? I was doing a great job, but like when you get to the very like when you at the very start, it's difficult to remember to keep your back in that appropriate arched position, mm. and that's I think what got me at one like one incorrect lift. Oh, yeah, you got to do they it. They were like U-Haul boxes full of cans. <laughs> cans. <laughs> it's cans. <all> cans. <laughs> cans. Oh, man. At least there's an appropriate gift for your injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I hate it when I get hurt and there's no gift to describe how it happened. Right. <laughs> then I got to do words, and I hate those. <laughs> right. Uh by the way, uh, check out our TikTok where we tra- where where our original version of this podcast that is all gifts uh, streamed together. Okay, uh, I know you're joking, but should we be on TikTok? Yes, absolutely. And oh, yeah. I should also tweet. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot that you had control of our Twitter account. I mean, and by control, I mean you took the time to. <laughs> create and yeah learn the login for the twitter account yeah i should just you know get at that um yeah probably i mean you can uh you could tweet a gif of that that cans thing from a speed that we were talking about and while you're at it uh if there's like a meme where that one uh where that one guy that's on the bus Talks about how Keanu's probably off somewhere jerking off. Tweet that too. Dennis Hopper? No. No. He's the only other one. One of the character actors on the... Like, the line readings of the bus character actors are incredible in that movie. I mean, are they character actors or are they just people that were on a bus? I mean, (laughs) I think it's maybe a little column A, a little column B. Because if I recall correctly, Speed is a documentary and its events were captured in real time. Yeah, I mean, there is that one lady. At at least 55 miles per hour. Right. Yeah. And I think the phrase, a documentary and its events were captured in real time, is a quote from something, but I can't remember what now. (laughs) I think it was. I'm pretty sure that line was spoken by a sentient milkshake. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think he was talking about Dracula, maybe. (laughs) I believe that is the case. Oh, I totally forgot. I totally forgot Aqua Teen existed. No, he was talking about Highlander. How did we miss that? Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, man. Highlander. We're really slowing down in our old age. I I know. Mike, you hurt your back and we're all screwed. Is this this just what life is now? Although my back back hurts, too. But it kind of always does. In, my back fair, is doing pretty good today to be fair it always hurts in different places isn't that oh that's the worst yeah it's not like oh yeah i got this one it's one known issue it's just nope i'm just always hurting something uh-huh yeah i mean i'm i was fine with like the lower back i could tell that it was going to be a problem at the time but then like uh but then like i i like ruined a butt cheek at the same time and that's Ugh. that's really the problem oh god oh, buddy you, you, gotta... you blew out a cheek yeah <laughs> blew a glute literally busted my ass for charity this ah. is what... it's not really charity right it's more like community aid yeah like desperate uh, desperate attempts to keep society afloat right well, and like, you know, not punish the people that live in the neighborhood because white kids from Coon Rapids burn down all the grocery stores. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did the, okay, did the amount of beans change at any point? Was it a consistent level of bean? Uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty oh. consistent. Were the boxes uh, like pre-beaned or did someone just fill boxes with beans and bring them down? Uh, we were, were packing... Used- were you the, specifically the bean at the same guy. time? I mean, I was. You were on Team Bean. Team Bean. Oh, uh, uh, get that big guy over to Team Bean. <laughs> we need a strapping young fella for Team Bean. There were several roles. I was uh, jumping between a few, such as. Uh, there was Team Bean, Team Label, Team Pack Up, Team. Uh, there's probably some other teams. Team Label. Well, that's tape. 
Team tape. Team That's lay down with you. your team lay down with your knees elevated and ice your back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been my team ever since. Uh, that's probably what got you is team label. Like you had already stressed out so many muscles lifting those beans, and then you were probably twisting in a weird way as you labeled. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, at least at least on the plus side, like, you know, there's plenty of people showing up so that you plenty of young people so that you can be old and sad at home. Yeah, there are plenty <laughs> yeah, of exactly. young, flexible people that will bounce right back from lifting those beans yeah go down and check out the supple youths at the mutual aid location (laughs) this is taking a weird turn you're the one that made it super weird dan can you okay steven can you uh get back onto our twitter account and just uh just take the time for the how bad cast to shout out the supple youths no it's creepy i was i was making fun of you uh, we've needed we've needed less of that stuff. Are you actively squeaking a dog toy to keep the dog quiet? <laughs> no, that was a dog working on her own uh, self actualization. Yeah, she's on uh, her journey. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we've needed less of that here because the neighborhoods that got messed up here uh, were a, were slightly more strategic because everybody would protest like downtown march or march downtown by like city hall and the justice center or march like four or five blocks from my apartment by the mayor's house and then Uh, they would all march up to beverly hills to smash up storefronts on rodeo drive sure (laughs) you gotta love that man people are like no i'm not fucking up my neighborhood yeah Yeah. i'm gonna walk over here and steal from cartier I mean, it makes so much sense, right? My favorite part of the, like, my favorite part of the California side of this stuff was when, uh, I think it was like Santa Monica at one point set a curfew for like 1 p.m. Oh, LA, uh, the city of LA one day set our, set our curfew for 4 p.m. And they announced it at 3.48 p.m. Yeah. And, uh. At one point in time, they um, like right that day, right after curfew, they um, they were going to the major transit hubs and just hauling people off of buses and arresting them. Wow. <laughs> like, come on, you jerks. It's an efficient system, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. uh, not ideal, uh, though. The LAPD is not known for being awesome. <laughs> Right. See, even the dog hates cops in L.A. Wait, or is or was that McGriff? Oh no! Uh, he says, "I love you" on command. Say it. Say, "I love you, boy." Say, "I love you." Say, "Boy." Say, "I love you." Say, "I love you." Oh, it turns out that's the way to make him shut up. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> that, Demand affection. That's like a really cool thing to train your dog to do is like say is to just be completely silent when you say, say, I love you. Oh, that'd be so he's That a, actually is really he's a funny. Midwesterner through and through. That is actually really funny to train a dog to like chill out and walk away when you say, say, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is my Lutheran dog, Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> I have learned since working at home that I have accidentally, uh, I mean, I never used it as deliberately before until I had to, but I apparently over the years have accidentally trained my dog to at least take a few steps away from me when I say, get out of here. <laughs> Well, that's a pretty <laughs> aggressive thing, too. Yeah, really. Yeah. Like, and you say it's so mean. Well, I don't say it like that on in the real world. In the real world, I'm just like, get out of here. Try, yeah, try using the same tone with like, "Who wants Skittles?" and see if he does the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I he, probably. Oh, yeah. oh my God! I am so I am enraged at Skittles right now. Oh, why? What? I love why? this. Very so, interested in this. Skittles has started making. Um, a package of Skittles that the packaging is just all white and gray. And then all okay. of the Skittles are just white. And you, I guess, have to guess which flavor is which. Uh, and it says on the package, there's only one rainbow during Pride Month. Uh, wow. It is right. the worst corporate wokeness I have ever seen. <laughs> 
okay, so what if we take the most appealing part of our product and get rid of it as a <laughs> def- desperate surface level attempt <laughs> to appeal to a certain movement? Yeah, it is. Well, it's not to appeal to the movement. It's to sell Skittles. Right. Right. Oh, it is enraging. <laughs> hey, and Mike. Also, you're, you're, minute, you're removing rainbows. Like, Oh, right. Know. If anything, they should be encouraging rainbows. Yeah, right? Yeah, because like, Skittles used to be the gayest candy. If anything, Except they should just... Except for blow pops. Sure, sure. <laughs> wow. Uh yeah, if anything, they should keep the rainbow and then say, like, I don't know, march for the rainbow or something. Yeah. Or, like, you know, we're the gayest candy. <laughs> I mean, I guess they could workshop the slogan. I'm just saying, like, if you're just trying to sell Skittles during the month of June, just un- proclaim yourself to be the gayest candy. Hey, Mike. Yes. Uh, did you also ruin Skittles for yourself in our childhood? Um. In what sense? Well, you, I now have a, a version of Skittles because you and I once were going to a movie and we decided to stop at, I don't know, some store that sold candy. Probably got, the rainbow that doesn't no, exist anymore. And yeah, that and whole I grocery each, store chain doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. yeah. But you and I each bought like a full-size bag of Skittles to bring yes, with us to the movie Yes, sounds theater. familiar to me. Yeah. And then I ate most of that bag and have never enjoyed Skittles since. Oh, I had a different uh I had a different experience where yeah. I did that once and then thought it was thought it was so great that I've done it multiple yeah, times. Yeah, that's what God. I was going to say. I will eat a 1 pound bag of Skittles in its entirety in a single sitting whenever I can. Oh man. Also, no. it ruined uh, it for me. Also, uh at least one of those one of those times uh I went with somebody uh I believe non-friend of the show uh, formerly Mike Romine, now Mike Hurley, opening for somebody at Acme Comedy Club this week. Wait, I think. really? Anyway, yeah. Um, Mike became a stand-up, and yes. good for him for for getting a host gig at Acme. Yeah. Huh. Um. In any case, uh, we also uh, repeated that technique, and I ate so many Skittles mixed with like sprite or something sure you know whatever giant oh yeah sprite uh, and skittles yeah that like i i think the inside of my mouth went numb yes that happened to me to the point where like we determined that like oh man my cheeks they taste like mashed potatoes like we're like hallucinating from bizarre sugar yeah, no, that, that was my exact experience is that the inside of my mouth felt like it was like full of cotton balls or something. Yeah. So it's very possible. I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, statistically, I probably just followed you and one of your friends to whatever you were doing. So it's possible this was the same event. Yeah, quite possible. Mm-hmm. What movie do you think we were watching? Oh, uh... I'm going to throw out Secret of the Ooze. I want to say That's a great I, my vote guess. is for Bevanla. <laughs> what? I do not know what that is. I don't either. Do you, do you not remember this? Um, uh, the, the theater that was by your house, I want to say the Tower Theater. Is that right? Oh, the, mm. um, the, 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 the ter- Terrace? Terrace Theater. Terrace. There yeah, you go. it was like a dollar theater, right? And for ever for like months maybe it wasn't always a dollar theater but it eventually became at this point in time it was like a dollar theater for like i want to say for months uh like um it probably wasn't that long maybe like a month the marquee said bevanla and we would walk past it like constantly (laughs) and be like what the hell is this and then like for some reason the like theater listings like weren't in the newspaper or something like that because it was a cheap ass theater um Uh so Eventually, we had to walk in there, and it turns out they just didn't have enough letters to write Beverly Hills Ninja. Wow. (laughs) So they just put Bevanla on the marquee and assumed everybody will know what we're talking about. I think that was their final words. I think that was uh, what remained up there until they got got taken down. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. 
until a, the entire building was demolished. Yeah. Yeah, because once you've shown Beverly Hills Ninja in your theater for several months straight, you're never going to do anything that successful ever again. Might as well knock the building down. That's true. <laughs> sure. That's true. Oh. And eliminate a grocery chain at the same time. Whoa. Yeah, food desert. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Chris Farley. Okay, okay. Uh, so just so people just so people know, that wasn't a fat joke at Chris Farley's expense. Right. There was context. If you're hearing this, you probably heard the context. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you didn't, uh, you can email us complaints. <laughs> Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, we're doing, we're recording this, you know, like two weeks late now on a Friday night. Whatever. Who's counting? On a Friday night, because I guess you guys had some things going on on Saturday or something like that. But on Sunday, I am going to go live in the woods for three days. Hey. Oh. Yeah, it seems like like I got I decided like, you know what? I'm getting a tent and shit because all of my vacations are going to be in the woods for a while. Edgar, say I love you. Say I love you, Edgar. <laughs> it works. Good boy, good dog. Good boy. Uh, uh, see you encouraged him too quickly. Yep. Oh. Yeah, it was a mistake. Edgar, so you're just are you just wandering into one of the random hills that I understand are everywhere? No, it's a <laughs> okay. it, it's a national forest. I'm going to oh. weirdly I'm going to Big Bear. <laughs> um in the San Bernardino National Forest. Like sure. not specifically to Big Bear Lake or Mountain, but near there. Near ish. Gotcha. Um uh oh, oh, now the dogs I'll be right back. The dogs are doing a cranky. <laughs> Well, you and I can talk about your weird camping plans. Yeah, but right. I just figured, like, I just figured, like, look, it's not going to be safe enough to go into anywhere that I would want to visit for quite some time. Certainly, M- might as well buy a tent and be a camping person now. Yeah, uh, but like, I also acquired for my trip a thing called a tactical spork. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It is what? a metal <laughs> spork with a really long handle. Uh, and if you pull, wow, is that the <laughs> did dog? You just, did you just attract an entire biker gang by describing the spork? Yeah, they were, they're way that, into it. Were those the feds just buzzing your apartment because you've acquired <laughs> such an inf- powerful artifact? Yeah. Yes. Because the feds are constantly worried about people acquiring powerful artifacts. I mean, shouldn't they be at this point? Revolution, man. I, I mean, I feel I feel like they're mostly the people just, spark. I feel like they mostly just kill black people. <laughs> like that's, the, that's what they spend most of their time on. Um, no, someone's someone's getting a FaceTime call. Uh, but no, it's just a metal spork with a really long handle. And if you yank the end off the handle, there's a serrated knife inside. Whoa. Yeah, but it's like the metal is like that type of metal that like. If you couldn't find the seam in the metal that they didn't file down from molding it, you would mm-hmm. swear that it were plastic, right? Like, huh. it's that type of terrible ass metal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was like a, I assumed it was like a carbon fiber or something from the picture you sent me. Yeah, it's not, it, it, no, it's not even, it, it's nowhere near that good. It was like $6. Um, uh, or maybe less. I can't remember. It was a thing that I got from Amazon, which I know I shouldn't shop at, a, at Amazon, but where am else, else am I going to get a tactical spork delivered in under 48 hours? Yeah, it's not like there's a there's a mom-and-pop tactical flatware store. Yeah, I mean, there should be. I mean, it would be a lot cooler if you did just, like, know a guy. Oh, That's absolutely. a great point, yeah. It would absolutely be cool. But so now I'm wondering when Forged in Fire will require people to make a tactical spork for a competition. Give it time. That's what I, I mean, want to see. Give it time. They, they're, you know, they're trying to milk that show for all it's worth, so at some point. Yeah, has anybody watched the, uh, the spinoff where it's a cutting things competition? What? Yeah, it's like a combination between Forged in Fire and Ninja Warrior. Like, like contestants show up with their own, like, custom-made, whether they made them or not, like, signature weapons. And then they run through an obstacle course, cutting things. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, 
does the cutting things actually like if you fail to cut something does it actually inhibit you from proceeding or is it just like go to over here cut this thing go over here cut this thing so sometimes it's a penalty if you fail to cut it, like a time penalty. Sometimes it's like you got to stay here and chop through all this wood so the drawbridge will come down and you can walk across it. Ah. I've only watched the pilot. It was amazing. That sounds delightful. <laughs> but that's the only one I've watched. Has it gone beyond that? Oh, Great yeah. There's like, I think they're on to the second season of it now. Whoa, oh, what? Wow. Uh, like, yeah. And like, it's like uh, there's like a guy who's just like, and he's kind of old, but he's like ripped and he's just bald <laughs> and like he looks like a cop and his name is Bill Goldberg. And he's like just stands around and he goes, oh, you didn't finish your fish heads. 30 second penalty. You're chopping the heads off of fish. I mean, well, no, you got to chop the fish off the heads. What? They're hanging by their heads. You got to chop the rest of the fish off. All right. That I'm- makes sense. I feel like we're splitting hairs on uh, which direction. If you're, you're separating the heads for the fish, you're separating the fish from the heads. Well, what difference does it make? Well, I was just indicating that you weren't separating the head and the fish from the tail. Uh, wait, what? You know, it wasn't hanging by a tail and you chop it off. It was hanging by the head. <laughs> All right. Oh, is and this I don't Goldberg? even I don't even remember if that was a if that was uh the way it was hanging. I just wanted to say, oh, you didn't finish your fish heads. Is this Bill Goldberg, the professional wrestler known as Goldberg? Maybe was he probably was he bald and he looks like a cop? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> then probably. I'll see what this. Yeah, I'll confirm. What does mankind have to say about all this? I don't know. He's probably like writing another book. Isn't that the one that's a motivational speaker now? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be more than one. That's true. That's a great point. Yeah. Like, but this one is, his name is Mickey something, but like, he's a motivational speaker. That's not about like tearing phone books in half for Christ or anything. He's just like, believe in yourself guy. Does it sound right? If you put full between those two syllables. Yeah. Wes? What? Mick Foley. That's oh, Mick name, Foley. Yes. I, I was thinking Mickey. Like, but... I mean, maybe his friends call him Mickey. Yeah. It's possible. Uh, the name of the show that Goldberg hosts that Steven is talking about is called Forged in Fire, colon, Knife or Death. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a terrible name. That's the stupidest possible <laughs> name for that. <laughs> like, they could literally call it Forged in Fire, Cutting Things. They should have. Yeah. Or I mean, they definitely should have. Forged in fire, a cut above, or like forged in fire, cut course. Okay, literally, <laughs> the first paragraph describing the pilot is Carl, dressed in traditional Japanese garb, presents a katana, but it bends on the ice block in ice pick and doesn't cut the fish in Lifeline. <laughs> See, I told you there were fish that they needed to cut, and he's like, ah, you didn't cut your fish heads, bra. Yep. Yeah, he, yep, he yep, got he yep. got more broy the second time. Uh, he will continue to get broier as I continue to make up quotes for him. Your incredibly accurate Goldberg impression. <laughs> I don't remember what he sounds like. I just remember he looked like a kill. bald cop. I mean, you could say that about a lot of professional wrestlers. I feel like any clean cut professional wrestler you could say looks like an old cop. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, really, like any. Almost any white guy that goes like <laughs> full, full chrome dome, yeah, kind of looks like a cop. I don't know. You got to yeah. have certain types of facial hair. Mostly, like, you got like, like a okay. full beard. Like if I shaved my head, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't look like a cop. Yes, no, I guess yes. You're not. You yeah. can't. You can't have a crazy beard. Basically, right. no, no part of your head can be crazy. As far as uh, hair is concerned. Yeah, well-groomed. Yeah, and and also, they're never going to let me on the police force now that I've completely replicated all of Post Malone's face tattoos. <laughs> sure. You wow. guys haven't seen me in a while. You don't know if that's true or not. That's true. That is a fair point. I mean... It's my know. tribute to a man that I don't understand why he exists. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is he? Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, I don't know. I like that Spider-Man song that he did with some other guy. There's what a song s- was that? Spider-Man, Spider-Man. No, I don't know. He did the Spider-Verse song. Drink Bud Light, Sp- hard seltzer. <laughs> technically, uh, technically, his main his main investment opportunity was he was part of Crocs for a while. So, what? Yeah. What is he? Hell yeah. Rich? <laughs> yes, definitely. But like, he must have started rich, right? I, I don't mean, know. Unless, of course, unless he got in on Crocs at the wrong time, mm. like maybe he's just maintained. Yeah, I'm like how sure he, he can't be old like, enough to like have gotten in on Crocs when like it was not a when it hadn't already hit the peak of its powers. Yeah, I feel like he maybe came in to save Crocs, like he designed a new Croc or something. <laughs> what is he? Oh, <laughs> it makes Hold me on, crazy. Hold on, I'm on Crocs.com. I'm going to see if I can get an answer. Oh, you think they have like a Post Malone about there page? Is, there is literally, I'm literally on a page on Crocs account that just is Crocs collaborations. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can find oh, it. Oh, who else has done collaborations with Crocs? Yeah. Uh, Peeps? Wait, uh. the terrible Easter food? That's correct. Oh my that god, that's terrifying. Yeah, the Peeps Crocs are fucking terrifying. Aren't they just the same material? Ooh, maybe. I mean, do it, you hate get... your stomach as much as you hate how your feet look? The Peeps Crocs are literally just Crocs in Peeps colors with like rubber or I guess regular Peeps, like apparently maybe just glued to the front. It's so weird. Oh my! <laughs> it looks like dinosaur toes. Oh my! Who else? Who else, Dan? Oh, here we go. And Post... did Post Malone make those Peeps? No, uh, Post, Malone, Post Malone did a croc call. He gave, he gave birth to those peeps. Uh, he did a croc called Postico. Uh, it is what? sold out, apparently. Oh, <laughs> Of course it is. I've missed my opportunity to get a Postico. A thing that you could probably eBay them. A thing that creates oh, many more questions than answers. <laughs> I bet you could eBay a Postico. Oh, hold on, let me do that. Wait, there's more than one. Oh, no, that's sold out, too. He made multiple posticos. What does the eco part mean? No, no, posty like posty space co. Okay, there's a space. P o s t y space c o. I don't know Is why that... I find that to be the most objectionable part, but I'm standing by it. Oh, kiss, <laughs> kiss did a collection, of course. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> Are they Crocs with like the crazy lifts? Let me see. Um, no, they're just regular. Wait. Oh, wait. No, one of them actually looks like they might have a thicker sole. <laughs> <laughs> you show them everything you got. Well, baby, baby, just buy my Crocs. <laughs> you drive us wild. Crocs drive you crazy. Bam, 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 bam. That's great. That worked out too well. Yeah. Yeah, All right, that, I'm gonna see what Postico is going for on eBay. <laughs> I gotta know. I need to know. I like that. Like, and is there a buy it now option? <laughs> yeah, right. I like that we haven't spoken in literally a month, and we still can't think of enough stuff to talk about. That we don't just look at things that Post Malone is selling on the internet. How dare you? Okay. Uh, oh no, that's a Kiss Croc. Come on, that's not what I looked. I'm asking for eBay. <laughs> don't do this. This is what our this is what our passions are. Uh, okay, hold on. Is this real? Okay, there is an eBay posting. There's an eBay posting for Post Malone Crocs. Uh, never been opened. Size men's twelve. Uh, the price on it right now is six thousand nine hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so I can buy it now for six, almost seven k. Are that you is... do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. still in the bag. Guys, it's still in the plastic bag that says Postico on it. That's why it's worth so much. Oh. I mean, that's an investment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's going to pay off more than uh on the other hand, more than Post Malone's investment in Crocs. On the other hand, I can get a Post Malone, I can get a Postico <laughs> Duet Max, which is another style for only $160 on eBay. Oh, they're probably oh. used. I mean, they're not in the bag that says Postico, so... Yeah, well, then they're garbage. 
Yeah, there's like gross feet sweat on them. Yeah, yeah they've probably already washed a bunch of dishes or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ah, want to crock and roll all night. Nice, nice. I love this. Honestly, love like this is that is so not at all that far. I mean, was one of them called crock and roll all night? I I, I only said it was a collection. It just called it the Kiss Collection. But I'm sure at some point, uh, what's his name? Gene Simmons uh, said. Gene Simmons said that on TV. Yeah, like he definitely said that phrase on TV at some point. But like, not even during an ad. No, exactly. Like he was just like being interviewed for something else. Yeah. Like, oh, well, right. He was he was getting one of the mini humanitarian awards he's received. Yes. I don't think is that's that a, true. No. Oh, okay. No, I don't believe so. Just so Mike's wife is calling because she thought that uh, we were doing the podcast at the normal time. Oh. Whoa. I mean, hello. Oh, you're just going to take that without muting yourself? (laughs) Uh, You guys talk amongst yourselves. You could mute yourself. No, he's not going to do that. Maybe he did. Oh, he did? Oh, good for him. Professional. Kind of. I mean... Like, eventually. It's like... (laughs) Listen, this is as professional as we're going to get on. It's like a surgeon cutting you open, literally stealing your kidney, and then being like, Mm -hmm. well, I stitched him back up. I'm a professional. I'm not a, I, I have a degree. Yeah. I've done the end of my job and therefore all of my job. Right. Exactly. That's exactly how it works. As long as you do the end of your job, it doesn't matter what you did beforehand. That's actually. Hey, I'm back. Oh, hey. Hey. Um, we were making fun of you while you're gone. Yeah. That makes sense. But we also maybe called you a doctor. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah you, you'll hear it later when you listen back to this. Oh, right. Call me Dr. Crocs. Is that a kiss song? Sure. I mean, I guess, but like croc doesn't line, rhyme with love. No. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, give me your croc of love. <laughs> God gave croc and roll to you. Wow. I, is that a deep cut that I'm just not familiar with? That's how they, that's how, uh, that's the, that's how they ended Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Oh. With that kiss song. That, was, that might be a Kiss cover. I'm not sure. And that's like later era Kiss, I think. Oh, but you have to look up the music video. It is the greatest. Because that whole song is like basically them telling the youth to work hard at their rock and roll. <laughs> and like, it's, it's, an, it's no makeup era. And nice. It's nice. Like it, it's, it's really great. Like them, you know, because they're, they're making all of the moves you would expect them to make when they're telling you to work hard, like pointing their finger at the camera. That, that it's fantastic. A, that makes a lot of sense. And what is this called? What is the song called? I I think it's just God gave rock and roll to you. Great. And why not God gave you rock and roll? God gave you rock, rock and, and roll. roll. Gave you rock and roll. So wait, so the premise of this song is basically like pull yourself up by your rock bootstraps? Pretty your much. Giant demon bootstraps. <laughs> <laughs> or now croc straps. Right. I mean, if there's one thing we associate with Bill and Ted, it's working hard. <laughs> yeah. It's you's really putting in the time. Right. Are we is excited it... for old Bill and Ted? Oh, Absolutely. yes. Absolutely. Oh, so much. <laughs> yep. Yep. I honestly like I'm at the like this is the point. I'm at the point for me personally as a consumer of media in Keanu Reeves' career, well I will basically watch him do anything. Oh, sure. Oh, like yeah. I would just I would watch him do anything as, as if it's filmed. I don't care. If it's I'm delighted filmed, by his presence. Like, like you're not going to go see him. You you won't enter the <laughs> you won't enter the arena to see him in gladiatorial combat. Or Someone's got to introduce himself to you on the street. You'll slap his face and walk away only on camera. Film no, it and get fuck. back to me, turd. No, I would absolutely <laughs> talk to him on the street because he is uh, reportedly a very kind man. Yeah, that's sure. that's what I hear. Mm-hmm. I did watch uh I mean I did watch the like footage of a guy kind of feeling bad about it but also just delighted by the fact that he was on the same delayed flight as keanu reeves and then had to share a 15 passenger van with him i mean it would be annoying because of you know flight delays are annoying 
Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really heartwarming. Like he, Keanu Reeves basically like uses the fact that he is Keanu Reeves to like, I don't know, just sort of like, you know, he's just got that celebrity leverage to just get literally every employee in this airport to explain him what's going on. And then he takes the time to explain what's going on to everyone else. Oh, funny. It's very charming. It's very charming. That is like, Keanu Reeves has that perfect mixture of like, he is both like like he has handsome cool guy energy but also ridiculous guy energy yes like exactly. he's he is both of those things in a fascinating combination yes i that is a very good way of putting it like you can't really take him seriously but also he's you know he pulls off semi serious action star so charming yeah semi serious action star is right yeah yeah so I always forget that uh, it wasn't either of the Bill and Ted's movies, but it was instead the Jerky Boys movie that features <laughs> Helmet's cover of Symptom of the Universe. Oh. Wow, that is a deep cut on so many levels. Well, like, well, they're at like a talent show, and they perform it live, and Ozzy is their manager. Sure. And I, I was, for some reason, I always think that it's like one of the... Uh, it's like one of the Bill and Ted's movies until my brain goes, wait, where would it have fit into the Bill and Ted's movies? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. It was the Jerky Boys movie. Right. The wow. Jerky Boys soundtrack where they thought, what better what better song to uh, get you psyched up for uh, for sort of anti-authoritarian hijinks than Collective Soul? Yeah. Um, so... And was, was it anti-authoritarian or is it just people being jerks? Oh, I guess that's the name. <laughs> right. Right. Was there, um, I mean, I didn't see this film. I'm guessing at least one of you have. I did not. I saw it like six times because it came out in the summer when I was living in the desert and uh, we would go to the movie theater in the morning and just stay back there jumping from theater to theater all day. Nice. What movie are you going to watch when you're living in the woods? Um, I mean, whatever's on my iPad, I guess. Here's my question. I need you to, I just need a quick question answered about the Jerky Boys movie. Was there like a, was there a premise that, that like actually justified prank phone calls? I do not remember anything about it other than Helmet was in it and Ozzy was their manager. Okay. I thought maybe there was like a mob thing happening. I feel like that's right. Like I mean, they stump, like it's one of those like oh whoops these dopey guys stumbled across some sort of big crime thing and now they have to use their yeah whatever their comedic thing is I to mean, get I out remember, of it. I remember in the trailer that it shows that they prank call President Bill Clinton, which now makes me think that they just looked at the Beavis and Butthead movie and were just like yeah let's just do that. <laughs> they, with the jerky no, boys. they uh they prank call Alan Arkin, who is. <laughs> who is okay. the scariest mob boss in America. And now they're on <laughs> the run. Uh, huh. I think that's what it was. Or maybe he was like the FBI or something. I'm pretty sure it was the mob. I mean, I do have to give credit to whoever produced that movie. Like if you, if you're going to get an actor to be flustered by a prank phone call, you can't go wrong with Alan Arkin. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's a great choice. Yeah, he he was definitely the guy that they were like running away from though. I see. I remember that much. Huh. Um but yeah. But so, like are all their problems in the movie solved by crank calls? I do not remember. I think it's like their like superpower, right? Like <laughs> like their superpower is that they can get things through prank calling people. Right. Yeah, uh they can convince anyone that they're talking to a real human being, and even though they're extremely annoying, they should not be hung up on. Right. I mean, I guess now that you mention it, that is kind of an impressive skill. Yeah. I mean, I remember, like, I never saw that movie, but I did listen to one of the Jerky Boys tapes multiple times. Oh, yeah, that's right. They made albums for some reason. Correct. Yeah, because that's... What do you mean for some, like, that's the logical way to do, that's the logical way to distribute prank phone calls. Well, I mean, like a podcast or like, (laughs) 
like a show in like a television show in which you're um in which you're portrayed by Muppets. Sure. Or like, you know, like I so I assume that like I assume that the logical way to do it is like the morning show host on the radio. I mean, yeah. That's I guess that's true, but like then you're like then you're dependent on the man, you have to go in every day. This is one hour's work. That's true, and they get to sell it a bunch of times. Exactly. Mm, smart. Passive income. And it and it'll never lose popularity. They're they've gotta have it made even to this day. Yeah, if there's one thing people love these days, it's getting interminable phone calls. <laughs> um yeah, I wonder what they did with all their with all their passive income money. Like, you know, maybe invest in Crocs. Maybe. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, is there a Jerky Boys Croc? I hope so. They this they seem like the kind of guys that would maybe like open a restaurant. Ooh, a Jamaican restaurant? Uh, ooh, maybe. You get that crossover. I get sure. it. Sure. It would uh, it would just be called Jerky Boys. No, we. I think we all were. We yeah, all we, yeah. yeah, we all understood. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I'm staring at the. I'm staring at the screen of the. Of the the remote podcasting website, mm-hmm. and it shows all of our individual storage capacities, and I can't help but notice that I am the only one of us. And I am the I am the one hosting this thing. You mm. both have twice as much storage capacity as I do, and mm. mine is in yellow, as if to mock me. Huh? Maybe you got to get rid of all your Jerky Boys albums that you got off Napster. <laughs> Dude, LimeWire and BearShare were so much more efficient. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I think I was out of the. I was out of the direct uh, sharing apps game once BearShare came around. I don't yeah, even I've remember never, that one. I've never heard of it. I think it's Share. before LimeWire. Oh. Weird. Ugh. I hate this. Oh. Well, the show's <laughs> over. So oh, Cool. Wow. Uh, what, uh, I wish I remembered what? enough about the Jerky Boys to end the show the way that they would have ended a Jerky Boys Jerky Boy call. Don't they yell like "Hey, jerky" or something? Like "Open your ears, jerky" or something like that. That seems like it could be correct. Ugh, it just sounds so unappealing. <laughs> so I guess that late nights thing is never happening. Uh, we put it on hiatus because mm. um, it didn't feel like it was a time to try and make the community of Minneapolis pay attention to a comedy thing. <laughs> sure, that makes sure. sense. That makes sense. It will be. It will. Like we'll put out the stuff that we've done eventually. Mm-hmm. Have you so. considered doing like a late nights uh, national forest that I can't remember which one you're going to San Bernardino? I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe I just start my own show called Late Night San Bernardino National Forest, starring Stephen yeah. Montenegro. I, I think mean, you should. I love that. And co-host Stephen Montenegro. I love that for you. Yeah, or co-host like uh, kind of cool looking rock or something. Yeah, yeah, cool uh, looking rock. Hey, f- welcome back, friend of the show. This bear. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Look out for the bear. For some right. reason, you said "look out," and all I could think of was the middle of the Presidents of the United States song "Lump" or "Peaches," wow. rather. <laughs> what? Is thank happening? you for thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we, we would have gotten so many angry emails. <laughs> I just, when I say presidents of the United States, I immediately, my brain just says, the word lump is next. <laughs> <laughs> they had two strings on one of their guitars. What? Wasn't it like... The other one had three. Yeah, it was like what? three. What do you... No, what? They, one of them had a git bass that had... I don't remember which one had... I think the git bass had three, and the... Bass tar or whatever had two. Yeah. Hey, do you guys remember before we started recording and you were talking about recording equipment and I was super bored and hated it? <laughs> I feel like we're veering back into that territory. Well, whatever. Anyway, uh, check out Steven Montenegro's uh, Late Nights 
San Bernardino Forest. Forest. Uh, check out Dan's uh, uh, other podcast, I guess. Sure. Uh, oh, you dick, Mike. Recall.com. <laughs> See, Dan doesn't pug, plug this podcast on his other podcast, and this one was here first. Yeah, I know. Dan's a monster. Anything on the podcast. Yeah, but you could just like, you know, you could just say how bad cast in the middle of like talking about some movie. Like, I mean, oh, I bet I bet Keanu Reeves yeah. would enjoy like a comedy podcast, like how bad cast. <laughs> Maybe or in the next or- episode I can tie in the jerky push. that's what i was gonna say be like hey you guys i know that it's really fun that we're all trying to remember the plot of terminator 2 but maybe next time like we do the jerky boys movie like we talked about on how bad cast how bad com. yeah i can try to shoot the front of that in sure yeah <laughs> here's the problem though we only that show only comes out once a month and uh-huh. so by the time we record a show again, I'll probably have forgotten that we had this conversation. I'll just text you every day to remind you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. And of course, you can never see me at the Galaga Pizza Comedy Open Mic. Something that oh. is too dangerous in a room that is basically just like a straight hall. Oh, God. Where yeah. just a hall you can, of... where the only purpose of the comedy is to... Uh, spew droplets across yeah. the entire audience yeah like just projecting mist and right it. right toward the door so that everybody entering or exiting yes. has to deal with it as well yeah, like the <laughs> highest concentration would be right at the entrance yes oh man maybe you guys could do something where you face the window and you stand outside you social distance on the outside of the pizza place while you guys stand inside on the stage Behind the glass window, you know the big yeah. glass so, window. So come to so, the come to the Galactic Pizza Blair Witch themed comedy open mic. Well, no, you face the window. So you, what you're saying is, paying customers must stay yeah. outside. <laughs> yes. That I mean, could isn't work. That, isn't that kind of true right now? I don't know I how don't, it works. I don't actually know. I can't remember. I don't know. Ask Mike's wife. Doesn't she work in a restaurant? Yeah, but... She'll know, maybe. We're not on the phone anymore. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. You didn't just tell her to hold on for a second? Yeah, until... <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, didn't, you didn't just put her on hold for 20 minutes? <laughs> uh, I just realized that we were still recording this. I thought we were just chatting now. I thought that you had said, like... Oh, I thought when right. you said, it doesn't matter the show's over, that you had stopped it before, but... You'll laugh your blast off. Uh, Eventually. Someday. Yeah, maybe. Or while listening to this show, maybe. Hey, hey, cool. You'll have your bad off. There you go. There we go. <laughs> and you did. You laughed your bad off. We all laughed our bad. <laughs> Everyone. What? Wait, shit. What was the Croc song again? Ah, want a Croc and roll? God all give night. Croc and roll to you. Dan, did you have one? Did I? Oh no. A a a a buying some Crocs that Post Malone made. That, that's Iron Man. For... No, you couldn't even the... have gone with. You couldn't this even is... have gone with Detroit Croc City. I was doing the Post Malone song from the Spider Man movie that I talked about earlier. <laughs> Crocky, but that's how it goes. Oh, there you go, Crocky Train. Millions oh, of people. Now I hate myself. And Post Malone. Oh. No, 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 no. All right, we're God, done. What a terrible ending. <laughs> <laughs>